The peace that we have with God is more than simply an absence of anger. It also now means we have friendship with God. Faith, when life gets hard, part one. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television or online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. We appreciate you and love you so much. I would like to share just a little humor. On their way to get married, a young Catholic couple is involved in a fatal car accident. And the couple found themselves sitting outside the pearly gates waiting for St. Peter to process them into heaven. And while waiting, they begin to wonder, could they possibly get married in heaven? When St. Peter showed up, they asked him. St. Peter said, I don't know. He said, this is the first time anyone has ever asked to get married in heaven. Let me go and find out. And he left. And the couple sat and waited and waited. Two months passed and the couple, they were still waiting. And while they were waiting, they began to wonder what would happen if it didn't work out? Could you get a divorce in heaven? And after another month or so, St. Peter finally returned, looking somewhat straggled. He said, yes, he informed the couple, you can get married in heaven. Great, said the couple, but we were just wondering, what if things don't work out? Could we also get a divorce in heaven? St. Peter turned red with anger, slammed his clipboard onto the ground, and they said, what's wrong? They were frightened. He said, oh, come on, he shouted. It took me three months to find a priest up here. Do you have any idea how long it'll take me to find a lawyer? <laughs> I want to share a scripture over in the book of Romans, chapter 5. This is one of my favorite passages of scripture in the New Testament. Romans, chapter 5. I just love Romans, chapter 5. It kind of comes after, I started to say it comes after Romans, chapter 4. <laughs> well, in Romans, chapter 4, we are introduced to righteousness by faith. And so Abraham is counted righteous because he believed God. And so he became the father of the faith. He became the father of those who would be counted righteous because of their faith. And so that was introduced in Romans chapter 4. And so Romans chapter 5, it goes on to expound on that principle of righteousness by faith. In verse 1, we'll just go through the verses. Verse 1, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, notice this. We're justified by faith. That simply 
means that we're righteous by faith in Christ. He bore our sins. He died in our place. God raised him from the dead for our justification. If you were not justified, God couldn't have raised him. By the mere fact that he was raised, it means that everything was settled. It means that everything is good. It means that you are made righteous. He was raised for our justification. Justification means to be declared righteous, means guiltless, means acquitted, means having right standing with God. We now stand completely righteous just as if we never sinned. Isn't that good news? Man, I love that. I love that. I love that. We stand completely righteous just as if we never sinned. This is unmerited. And so this is the unmerited gift of salvation. That's why salvation is a gift. It's a gift because you are made righteous simply by your faith in Christ Jesus. And it's a gift. The Bible teaches over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, it says that we are saved by grace through faith. And it is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. And so it's a gift. God gave us salvation as a gift. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. It was granted to us simply by our faith in Christ Jesus. So we're saved by grace. We're saved because of a gift. We receive a gift. It was a gift. So God gave us a wonderful gift and we're saved by grace through faith. So our believing on Christ Jesus causes us to receive this wonderful gift of salvation. And it's not of works lest any man should boast. It's not of works. You'll find a lot of people getting in trouble when they get over into their own self-righteousness because now they're trying to earn their salvation. They're trying to work for it. And that's self-righteousness. And now they are ignoring the righteousness of God that's freely given as a gift. And actually, a lot of times those people have a hard time because they're trying to get in on their own righteousness. And nobody has enough righteousness on their own to get in. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. The Bible says that if you break one of the commandments, you've broken all of them. So everyone has broken at least one. So therefore, no one could earn righteousness on their own. And so it's a grace gift that God gives us simply by putting our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful gift. What a wonderful gift. Then it goes on, says in verse 1, it says, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God. Say that with me. I have peace with God through Christ. I have peace with God through Christ. That means that God isn't angry. He's not angry any longer. 
He's not angry at you any longer. He's not angry at me any longer. We have peace. Now, that's why Jesus is called a mediator. He's actually called a go-between. Because a righteous, holy God and sinful man, man would have been consumed by the wrath of God. And so the justice and the judgment of God against sin would have consumed man. That's why Jesus had to go right in the middle between sinful man and a holy God, and he became our mediator. And so it was because we go through him, all of God's anger was now absorbed in Christ Jesus. So God let all of his anger, wrath, and judgment out on the cross, and so Jesus took that wrath, and so now we have peace with God through Christ. Isn't that good news? That's good news. We have peace with God. God's not angry at us any longer. God's not angry at us any longer. In fact, the book of Isaiah chapter 54 talks about that. In fact, this was a foreshadowing of, of what was to come through the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, God says in Isaiah, he says, this is as the waters of Noah to me. I'll never be angry with you again. He said, just the way I won't flood the earth by water again, the same covenant I made there, I'm making a covenant that I will not be angry. And so that was a foreshadowing that Christ Jesus removed God's anger toward us. Isn't that wonderful? Oh man, so he's not angry at you. God's not angry. God's not mad at you. He's not mad at you. God is not mad at you any longer. Praise God. Praise God. I just love that. So we have peace with God now. The peace that we have with God is more than simply an absence of anger. It also now means we have friendship with God. We have favor with God. We have loving kindness from God. So it not only consumed his anger and took all of his anger away, it released his love. It released his goodness. It released his favor. It released his grace. So we've been restored to favor with God. Man, all of that was just verse 1. <laughs> All of that is verse 1. I told you this is one of my favorite passages in the entire New Testament. I, I love it. My heart is always filled with gratitude when I realize what Jesus has done for me and the position I now stand in because of him. And that's what verse 2 says. Verse 2 says, by whom, speaking of Jesus, also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So by Christ Jesus, we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Now, grace is favor, is undeserved favor, is un merited blessing once again you didn't work for it you didn't deserve it you didn't earn it it's unearned undeserved unmerited favor it's a free gift it's a free gift this grace that we now have access into by faith in Christ Jesus is a privilege of 
now being able to be in God's presence. It's a privilege of being able to say, Abba, Father, call him Daddy. It's a privilege of being forgiven, being healed, being whole, being blessed, being sound. It's a privilege of having the love and the joy and the peace and having the Holy Spirit. So it's a privilege of having complete righteousness and you're presented holy and, and blameless and unreprovable in his sight. This is a grace in which we stand. We stand in this place, this wonderful place of favor, this wonderful place of blessing, this wonderful place of grace. We stand, we have access into this grace by Christ Jesus, through our faith in Christ Jesus. He's, he's given us access. I, I, I remember once I was at an event, and it was the grand opening of a bank, and I was there, and they had the ribbon cutting, they had the ceremony, they had different speakers and all of that. And after the ribbon cutting, they had a little tour where you can walk around the bank and view the different offices and different departments. And then after that, for the general public, it was over. But I noticed in the back room, they had a reception set up, but you had to be on the guest list. You had to have an invitation to get into that guest room. And I wasn't on the list. I wasn't on the list. I didn't have access to that room. I peeped in there and people were eating. Man, I saw type of fruits and fruit trays, cheese trays, crackers. I saw uh, meatballs and chicken wings. And I said, man, it was looking good back there. I wanted to get into that place. <laughs> but I didn't have any access. I couldn't get in there because I wasn't on the guest list. I wasn't on the guest list to get back there. However, the bank manager, his daughter, she actually attends the ministry here sometimes. She grabbed me by the hand. She took me to the door. And they were checking the list, but when he saw that it was the manager's daughter, he said, come on in. I got access. I got access because of her. Without her, I had no access into that. And man, I got back there and I started, I started at the salad. I worked my way around to the meatballs and I picked up the chicken wings. I had the macaroni salad, the potato salad. Man, I was back there, oh man, licking my fingers, having a wonderful time. But I only had access because of who I knew because somebody knew me and because I knew them, she grabbed me by the hand and because the security at the door saw her holding my hand, leading me in, it gave me access into a place that I could have had no access on my own. That's what Jesus has done for us. He's given us access into this wonderful grace and this wonderful grace. He's given us access into this wonderful grace. He's the reason you can come on in and be healed. He's the reason you can come on in and be filled with joy. He's the reason you can come on in and be delivered. He's the reason you can come on in and call him daddy. He's the reason he's giving you access notice he's the son of the king 
Just like the daughter of the manager took me in, the son of the king takes us in. We have access. I love that. It's verse 2. By whom, speaking of Jesus, also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. This access is not only for this life, but it gives us access into the next life. And so that's why it says we're not only rejoicing here, but we're rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. That one day you're going to actually see the manifested person of God himself. His glory is simply who he is on the inside. And it is so pure and it is so holy. It shines, it comes out of him. And so that is his glory. The essence of who he is is so pure and so holy and so righteous that it shines out of him. And this is what it's saying. One day we're going to behold and rejoice in the glory of God himself. And so this access that we have by Christ Jesus, it's not only all the wonderful entitlements we enjoy here on earth. We enjoy all of the wonderful things from the Holy Spirit. We enjoy the love and the joy and the peace and we enjoy the gentleness and the meekness and the goodness and the temperance and the faithfulness and the patience. We enjoy the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, working of miracles, gifts of healings, tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, discerning of spirit, and the gift of special faith. We enjoy the wisdom of God. We enjoy the grace of God. We enjoy the kindness, mercy, loving kindness of God. We enjoy the power of God. We we enjoy having our prayers answered. We enjoy the fact that we can cry, Abba, Father. We enjoy the power, the strength, the might of God. We enjoy the fact that we have the glory of God. So we're enjoying all of this. We're enjoying all of this. We enjoy the life of God. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life in abundance till it overflows. We enjoy the life of God. We have the life of God in abundance to the full until it overflows. Then on top of all of that, we have the blessing of Abraham. The Bible says, those of you who are of faith, you're blessed with faith for Abraham. And it also goes on to say that if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed, and then your heirs according to the promise. It also goes on to say that you are redeemed from the curse, and the blessing of Abraham has, has come on you. And so this is all a part of that grace that we're talking about. You know, you walk in divine life and divine health and wholeness. You have the promise of long life. The promise of long life. The Holy Spirit actually talked to me recently. He said, I want you to teach on the promise of long life because I don't want my people to, to uh, go without that wonderful benefit and blessing. It belongs to you, so you might as well enjoy it. It's all throughout the Bible. The promise of long life. The promise of long life. The promise of long life. So that teaching will be coming forth at some point. But anyway, I'm just letting you know what's all in the grace in which we stand. All of these things are in the grace. You have the name of Jesus. You have the blood of Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit. You have an unction, an anointing from the Holy One that abides on the inside of you, teaching you all things. 
you have God's word, his precious promises. You have a blood covenant. You have the ministry of angels. And so you got all of these things. Folks, I'm just letting you know what's all in this grace in which we stand. This is all in the grace in which we stand. We have access into this grace by him. We have access into this grace by him through our faith. We have access. And then on top of all of that, man, one day we'll see the literal glory of God himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Look at what that does. Those people who have finished their life here and they get ready to lay back and close their eyes. Look at what we got in store. You get a chance now to see the glory of God himself. You get a chance to see the glory of God himself. The glory of God himself. And so this thing, it gets sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. The Bible says that the path of the just gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And so we enjoy it all here. And then we go on to heaven and let the real party begin. Oh, man. Oh, man. Life in Christ is so good. Life in Christ is so good. And that's why we have this wonderful gospel that we get to share with the world. Oh, man, I preach myself. My little tablet is gone haywire. <laughs> it's giving me all kind of stuff I didn't even put in here. Oh, man, I'm so excited. I'm going to stop right there. I just wanted to give an introduction, but I'm just going to be sharing in this little series entitled Faith When Life Gets Hard. Faith When Life Gets Hard faith when life gets hard. And I didn't even get a chance to get to it. This is just the, these are just opening verses. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These just the opening verses. These just the opening verses. Faith when life gets hard. He just want to let you know you got something to pull from. You got something to pull from. Faith when life gets hard. 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 I feel sorry for the world because they don't have anything to pull from. They don't have anything to pull from. And so that's why they have to look to the bottle and needles and drugs. They have to look to suicide. They're, all of these, they're trying to cope. Medicate, self-medicate, drown out to get relief praise God. But for the believer, there's faith when life gets hard. There's faith when life gets hard. There's faith when life gets hard. And so we're going to be sharing a, a few sessions on that. I didn't even get into it, but I shared the faith. I shared the faith that you draw from. I shared the faith that you draw from when life gets hard. Heart. Praise God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, glory. Man, I preach myself happy. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the grace in which you stand. You have access into it by him. He's given us access. By our faith in him, we have access into this grace 
which we stand. And it's a wonderful grace. It's a marvelous grace. We have access into that grace. We have access into that grace. Praise God. Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, thank you so much. We love you and just praise you and rejoice in you, Lord. Thank you so much for this wonderful grace in which we stand by Christ Jesus. We love you, Lord. You're so good to us. And thank you for allowing us to share this wonderful news with everyone that we encounter by the way we live our lives, Lord. And we're just grateful for every opportunity to let everyone know that they can come on in and enjoy this wonderful grace that we have through Christ. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say amen, 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 amen. Those of you who are joining us by television or joining us online, we'd love for you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message and the entire series absolutely free of charge. Faith when life gets hard. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part one of the series titled Faith When Life Gets Hard by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7995. That's 7995. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7995 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother, you need the word. Well, well.